everybody, this is Ilana, and today I'm going to be talking about helping children learn to crawl. This is part of the Development Series 101, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Move, go, walk, and flow. This podcast, Special Needs in Motion, is dedicated to helping individuals learn to move and function at their best. Listen along to learn a little and maybe even laugh and be inspired. Please review and share so others can have access to our community. I'm your host, Ilana, a physical therapist, product developer, mom, wife, author, blogger, and podcaster. I love a great discussion, coaching the families with whom I work, and finding solutions. I love putting the fun and play into therapy. And it is a pleasure to be your host. Just a quick note, if you'd like to sponsor an episode, please reach out to me at specialneedsinmotion.com or just check the show notes. And any information shared here should not be taken as direct advice. You know the drill. Consult your local therapist, professional, or doctor before trying any suggestions. Well, let's go. Hi, we are going to be talking about crawling, and this is one of my favorite topics. I think this is quite the most, one of the most challenging transitions that parents have with their children who are delayed or have special needs is getting them into all fours and crawling. And, you know, a variety of reasons as to why crawling may be a a significant challenge. However, when and if possible, crawling is crucial in order for our bodies to learn how to walk properly and be able to walk most efficiently. So when we crawl, we're shifting our weight from one hip to the other hip and from one side of the body to the other side of the body. And that mimics how our brain is going to process weight shifting when we get ready to walk. So I'm going to give you a few tips. These are just generic tips, obviously, depending on the individual you're working with or your child that you're working with. Things have to be changed or altered, but these are just some general things that sometimes help people kind of think out of the box on how to help children get to crawl. So before you start, we have to be able to do tummy time. Tummy time is really important, and the child needs to be able to lift their head and chest off the mat and be able to push up onto their hands. So that's really important. Now, if they're not an expert at that, you can still go ahead and start working on some of these skills, but just know that they really need to be able to master some time on the tummy and tolerate time on the tummy. So some ideas to get kids moving from tummy time into all fours. So one thing you can do is actually pull them back, almost like you're backing up a truck, get behind the child and pull back on those hips so they are in a dog position. And sometimes children will hold that for you, but sometimes if their arms aren't strong enough or their hips aren't strong enough, they're just going to go right back down to their tummies and that's okay. Now you can put a little roll or towel under them to give a little support, but we're really trying to get them to support them themselves. So that's really good just to encourage longer tummy time, but really to get them into all fours, we want to pull them back and get them up into that dog position. 
And the other thing you can try if the hips are really weak is you can put on some little shorts. They're called, I think, hip huggers. You can find them online. They're made by a physical therapist, but they will kind of hold those hips more in neutral so the knees don't kind of flare out into extreme abduction. So you could try that if you have a child with really low tone for a certain period of time to get them kind of used to having their knees right under their hips. You can also make your own shorts by getting a pair of shorts and kind of sewing the two legs together in the middle. So that will, and then put them on the child and that will help keep their knees right under their hips. Now, another thing to keep in mind is commando crawling. That's like army crawling. And you might want to start with this first and getting the child to sort of be like a tadpole or an inchworm on the mat or on the floor. And you can help them by bending one knee up under their belly and then the other knee. And you can even also try bending up one knee and then moving the opposite arm and then doing the other knee and then that opposing arm. So that's just a way to sort of get them commando crawling. But even before they commando crawl, they really need to be sort of pivoting around on their belly, like reaching over to the side. Sometimes I'll put a toy all the way on the side of their body to get them to sort of pivot on their belly. And then we'll sort of progress to commando crawling and then pulling up into all fours and then maybe some assisted crawling where I move like a knee and then a hand and then a knee and a hand. Almost always going from opposite sides of the body so the child starts learning to cross midline. So in other words, I'm going to do a right leg and then a left arm and then a left leg and then a right arm. And very subtle movements. These aren't big, huge movements. I'm not trying to like get them across the carpet or across the room, you know, where I've got this grand goal in mind. It's really controlling the all force position or the quadruped position or even the belly position and then working the extremities in that pattern. So they're starting to learn some motor planning and how to pattern that way. Now, if children have a lot of difficulty with that, sometimes what I'll do is put them in a modified all fours, which means I may put their hands up on a step. And if parents have stairs, that's great. If not, I may get a toy box or a plastic bin or even a puzzle box and kind of brace it up against a wall so it doesn't move and put their hands up on that. So now instead of their hands being on the floor and their knees on the floor, their hands are up on this box, maybe a few inches up, and their knees are down on the ground. So that's a great way to practice just that all fours position. Another thing you can do is put them in all fours on top of a therapy ball or a couch. Obviously, they need a lot of supervision, but you want to then work on a diagonal weight shifting pattern. So for example, if I'm in all fours, what I'm wanting to do is to shift that weight, let's say to the right arm and then back to the left hip and then to the left arm and back to the right hip. Again, it's very soft shifting. It's not a hard shift. Be sure that their hands are directly under their shoulders. Now, if you're doing a modified all fours, their hands may be a little bit in front of them. But the key here is for them to get used to having the arms under the hands. For some children that need a lot of help, I'll have two people work with them, one supporting the arms and one back at the hips, making sure their knees are right under those hips. And remember, we're also working on head lift at the same time. We want them looking up, okay? So not down at the ground, but up. 
and that may take some work. I also suggest that if this is very difficult and a new position for children, that you count or sing so that they understand when we get to 10, we get to take a rest and we stop. And also, you can kind of monitor, are they getting better? How's their endurance changing? In other words, can they hold for 20 seconds or 30 seconds? And once they're able to do that, then you can start working on that patterning of crawling on the floor where you're doing right and then left and then left and then right. I love putting kids up on top of the peanut ball, particularly because it's a little bit of a longer ball but it's got enough instability that it almost forces the children to hold that all fours position. And just be sure that your peanut ball is very secure between your legs and that if you, you can't do it by yourself, you know, that you have it braced up against a couch or something so it won't move. But once you get them into all fours, and I know it sounds almost impossible, but it really is possible. And it's even more possible to sometimes do it on the ball than it is on the floor. And once they start doing that, their endurance just gets better and better at holding the all fours position. And then you can now put them down on the floor. Hi, this is Ilana. If you're in need of a great high quality peanut ball, check out my website at specialneedsinmotion.com and just click on the store tab. It comes in five different sizes and shipping is always free. Now the last thing I just want to mention is trying the wheelbarrow for kids whose upper extremities are a little bit weaker and they have trouble with you know, weight-bearing through those upper extremities. Sometimes I'll encourage parents to do a little wheelbarrow where they lift the hips up and put all the weight down on the hands. And a lot of times that will stimulate the kids to really push their elbows into extension. And they can do it over something like over a pillow or over their leg or thigh. That's one of the best things that I have them do is reaching over their leg, you know, with their child's hands on one side and then their hips are kind of a little bit up in the air. So that sort of sometimes helps kids start really working the arms. And I get a lot of questions and a lot of looks sometimes from parents like, you know, maybe they could just go straight into walking. Let's just kind of skip the whole crawling thing. But crawling is so important for so many reasons because without that upper body support and control and motor planning, you really can't have a good, you know, what's going to happen is you're going to have a lanky core where you're kind of listing from side to side possibly. And the and also, you're not going to be able to walk with good balance. You're going to have a kind of a shifting. There's just a lot of processing and development that goes in with crawling. So you're just going to have to kind of take my word for it that's really important. That doesn't mean that if your child skipped crawling or they didn't crawl or you have a child that really can't crawl, that we're going to stay in that position forever and never walk. I'm not suggesting that. But if at all possible, Crawling really needs to be worked on, even if they're a child with significant delays and you're already starting to work on some walking and maybe you're using a walk or an assistive device, but I still like to go back down to that floor and work on a crawling pattern. And this is great for adults too. You know, think of yoga. You know, it's really important for us to get down on our hands and knees and really start working on that weight shifting and um, bearing weight through the shoulder and the arm and the wrist. 
Um, it even helps with things like handwriting and stuff like that. So those are some of my tips for crawling. I hope they are helpful and I would love to hear from you guys. You can reach me at specialneedsinmotion at gmail.com. Check out my website, specialneedsinmotion.com. I have some great tools and products and thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening and sharing. I really appreciate your helping me spread tips that might be of help to someone you know. And remember that why is not near as important as what and how. Have a special day.